Well, we just wrapped up the episode. The storm is still pounding rain down here on the thatched roof of the Wiki Wiki Grog Shop. Gordy Adams, Gordy the mailman from St. Helena. A little rain doesn't bother you, man. You're out in it no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People say that all the time. It's like, oh, like it's super hot. How you how are you going to deal with that? It's like, well, I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a choice. I cannot change the weather with my brain. There's a lot of things I can do, but that's not one of them. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. You know, we had a great time. I really enjoyed talking to you and learning about what you're up to and all the creative, cool stuff. We didn't even get to see... You, like, brought Ultraman. I haven't seen Ultraman <laughs> right. since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, nowadays, I just kind of digitize all my DVDs and then just have them in my iTunes library. And so I thought, bring some Ultraman DVD. It's the first three seasons... Well, the only three seasons from 66, both dubbed and in Japanese. Not the highest quality, but, you know... <laughs> When you watch Ultraman, if you grew up watching Ultraman, yeah, no, I remember loved yeah. loved that as a kid. I'm not sure I want to show it to my kids quite yet. There's there's a lot of fighting and it's a quick. They're all quick. They're all quick. They're pretty quick fights. Yeah, and they're kind of goofy looking. They're too. very goofy. I think looking. maybe they're at an age. That's exactly. Right. Them. All and right, also, thank you for opening well, my eyes to that. Yeah, yeah, and the other thing I brought, which kind of circles back to talking about the mail, is I brought a stack of movie poster postcards. Movie poster postcards. Movie poster postcards, and I would would recommend that people actually use the mail and send a postcard once in a while because I I totally dig bringing people packages and the bulk mail stuff. All the catalogs are not as fun, but the look on somebody's face when they get an actual handwritten letter, even though it's kind of gone the way of the dodo, it makes me happy when I'm when I know I'm touching a piece, you know, something with the pen to paper, and so if I was going to give those away too. but It is a special thing. We yeah. never, we got so involved in conversation. We didn't get to the giveaway. <laughs> right. So hang on to them and yeah. we'll do it another time. Yeah. I, I had a lot of fun. We, yeah. we, we delved into some really cool territories and creative stuff. So thank you for, for coming. And it helps that we've known each other for as long as we do too. Long, long time. Yeah. It's, it's uh, well over 20 years, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, this is the introduction to the podcast, so people listening are about to hear everything we're just talking about. Wait a minute, shouldn't this be the so, outro then? Sounds like we're wrapping up, <laughs> we're actually introducing. But before we get to the show, I do want to invite everybody to come down to Judd's Hill. It's my family's winery on the beautiful Silverado Trail, the south end of that lovely road here in Napa Valley. And what will happen when folks come, Lauren Mole? Well, you'll, you'll just have a good time and uh, sample some wines. Ain't that the truth? Visiting information can be found at www.judshill.com. And while you're online, you can also check out our quirky videos, wine-related poetry, recipes, and of course... You can join the wine club. Absolutely. Put some wine in your cart. And as a special perk for being a listener, type in coupon code JNVS for Judd's Napa Valley Show. And should that be uppercase or lowercase? What do you think? Uh, lowercase. Lowercase letters. You will get 15% off your entire wine order. If you want a better deal than that, just follow Lauren's advice and join our wine club. It's the best in the valley. I'm not biased at all, but we will guarantee that you will have a great time with events, invitations, of course, all the wine, and at a very good price. All the information is online. It's free to join, and I look forward to seeing you at the winery. And until then, enjoy today's show. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Fascinating things to know From witty and intriguing people On Judd's Napa Valley Show No sales script and no rehearsing Live from a 
Napa Studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Pardon me, I'll have a Chardonnay. A marvelous date, it's hard to say. I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc. It's a must-have on the podcast. It's Judd's Napa Valley Show. You can't ease this flow if I elaborate over a cabernet. My buddy's the truth. You should study my man Juddy and learn something new. And now, coming to you from the exotic South Seas beauty of Napa Valley's most exclusive cocktail lounge, the Wiki Wiki Grog Shop. Say aloha to this taste of paradise. It's time for some exotic discussions on Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm jet pilot Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Chad Fingelstein. Hey, thank you so much, Lauren. It's great to see you. It is a stormy day outside of the Wiki Wiki Grog Shop right now. Can yeah. you hear that? Yeah, Un- unusual weather we're having today, eh? It is. It is tropical. <laughs> it is hot, but there is, I mean, it is, I'll bet people can hear this through the microphones. It is just pounding down rain. Uh, there's thunder clapping every now and then. Wow. It's kind of exciting. It seems to always be raining outside the grog shop, yet always warm and cozy and safe and, I was about to say rummy and boozy, but we don't talk about that on the air. Yeah, just a typical environment. <laughs> That's right. Well, it is good to be doing a show. What are you up to these days, sir? Well, I'm happy to say that uh, this coming August 30th, me and my friends from Everybody's a Star will be singing uh, Take Me Out to the Ball Game at the Giants game. Whoa. Did you hear that? Oh, I did. Well, well hopefully you'll have a nicer day outside. And the, I'm sure I the will. The game won't be uh, called on account of rain. Well, that's Probably wonderful. Uh, that's August 30th. August 30th. You'll be singing. Do you know who the Giants are playing that day? Uh, I don't know yet, but uh, I'll, I'll possibly check the Giants website. Are tickets available through Everybody's Star, or is that just through the Giants? Uh, I believe they're through Everybody's Star, everybodystar.org. EverybodyStar.org, which is the website of Everybody Is a Star, the organization with which you are affiliated. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, Everybody Is a Star is a special foundation based out of Sonoma that helps special needs individuals like myself uh, showcase our talents and special broadcast quality music videos. And you do a fine job. So right now, if you go to EverybodyStar.org, you can see the fabulous, and dare I say handsome, Lauren Mole, his video. And you can check out, uh, hopefully tickets are available through there for this game where you'll be singing. That's right. Nice. So we're looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, Good day ball game. Gonna be have, yeah, we're going to have a great time. So uh, what, what's been going on with you, Judd? Well, you know, we've got some fun things coming up as well. On September 18th, we're just going to talk about fun things in the future. Go ahead. Save the date. September 18th, it's a Sunday at 4 p.m., is the annual barbecue and beer battle over at Napa Valley Marriott. One of my favorite events of the year. Of course, uh, Judd's Hill is a wine sponsor, but I would be there anyway. It all benefits the Napa Valley Education Foundation's Music Connection Program, which ensures that music education is available in our public schools. Helps pay for teachers, instruments, instruction. It's great. Uh, Not only is it a good cause, but it's fun. Live music, auctions, there's... uh, Ooh, that storm is getting close. There are several breweries that are going to be there pouring beers. You can try all these great craft beers. As I mentioned, Judd's Hill Wines, we're the sponsor. And a plethora, let me tell you, Lauren, a plethora of barbecued goodies to eat 
as uh, champion Joey Ray defends his title. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's a fun time. So much good food to eat, great beer, great wine, and a and good great time. barbecue. That's right. That can be found. Uh, more details can be found at judshill.com. Look on the events page. As well, I'm going to keep going out further because this is also one of my favorite days. On Sunday, December 11th at the winery, Judd's Hill, is our, let's see, this will be the second anniversary of our 10th anniversary. Don't ask how that happens. I think we goofed up uh, thinking it was our 10th anniversary last year when actually it might have been the 8th or 9th. So we're calling this the second anniversary, 10th anniversary Hanukkah Hootenanny. Always a big day at Judd's Hill. We've got... Well, all kinds of fun. If you've been there, you know what it's all about. If you haven't been, you should come and check it out. It's one of our most popular parties of the year. Details again at judshill.com. Look on the events page for December 11th. And that all benefits Napa CHI, Community Health Initiative, which ensures that all people of Napa County have access to health insurance and proper health care. And, you know, a healthy community is, well, just that, a healthy community. We want to support that. And make sure you get your flu shot every year. Indeed, indeed. Did you get yours? I did. I mean, storms are coming. It's getting there. Oh, yeah. Tell me what. Tell me what's happening next. I think we should do a show. You know, I think we should. Why not? We have a guest. Oh, we do. He just came out of the rain. He's sitting here patiently. Looks like he's smiling. Looks like he didn't get too damp. Right. We poured him a cold one. We did. All right. Complimentary beverage. (laughs) If we're known for nothing else on Judd's Napa Valley show, it is for our complimentary beverage service. (laughs) Would you like to introduce our guest? Sure, Judd. Our guest showed up. He didn't bail. So now we'll hear stories guaranteed fresh and not stale. Surely a strong and dedicated man like a Clydesdale. As he completes his roots through areas rule and upscale and does his day's work in rain sleet or hail has a dog ever bitten him a pug or airedale at the end of his day will it be beer wine or cocktail maybe he mellows out with a cool ginger ale would his job be made easier with use of a monorail that might only work with certain economies of scale Let's find out these answers as we get the true tale of this man, Gordy Adams, who delivers our mail. Welcome, Gordy. <laughs> Thanks very much. I expected no less with your wordsmithing right there. He's a professional, is he not? Holy smokers. That was great. Thank Go- you. You're nice. welcome. I'm glad you could make it, Gordy. You are one of these guys that is just known to the residents of Napa Valley, particularly up, up Valley in St. Helena. Where for, we got to be pushing... 28 years. It's 28 years. 28 years. 28 years, you are the, and that's spelled T-H-E-E, iconic mailman of St. Helena. Yeah, no, and it's a, it's a mantle I wear pretty, pretty, um, I, feel, I feel okay with it. I have no problem being Gordy the Mailman. We have this new guy at work, he's a clerk, and he, working clerk, I'm already getting in the swing of things well, next time lauren calls in sick i know who to get in here <laughs> and uh he was hanging out at the coffee shop downtown and uh he was sitting at this table and these people were all talking and they were talking about the skateboard park in saint Helena. and they said uh and they brought up my name gordy you know the mailman and they, well, somebody <laughs> else said uh 
Dude, what's his last name? Eh, he's Gordy the Mailman. The Mailman. Yeah, that's so that's it. fine. I'm, I've been Mail Lady also when my hair was longer and... Yeah, yeah, it's a little. I mean, you're still down to the yeah. shoulders here, yeah. but I remember yeah, it was yeah. quite a bit longer. Yeah. Well, the St. Helena Star once called you. That's that's the local paper for those who yeah. aren't from the area. Yeah, yeah. Called you ubiquitous. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, a that direct is, quote. No, that is actually true because, like, when I I meet somebody, um, you know, I'll say, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I'm the mailman. They go, oh yeah, okay, I see. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I see. But you know, dressed like a, a regular person, it's you know. But uh, yeah, it's it's an uncanny how many people uh, know my name and I don't know their name. But as soon as they tell me their name, I can tell them their address. That's my little party trick. Oh yeah, I remember you you pulling this out once. I forgot about that. You know, I've known you a long time um, as Gordy the mailman, of course. And that was a really cool. Where that was a long time ago too. You you know you know everybody in Saint Helena. Yeah yeah. And w- I think it was a cocktail something or other, and somebody who you didn't really know or they didn't really know you were introduced and I'm not sure, even sure you said hello you just said uh, 329 Randolph <laughs> right. Street <or laughs> right, 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 right 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 and they looked at you like how did you know yeah 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 it's Gordy the Mailman yeah and you, you definitely have to make sure that there's a caveat at the end it's like that's how I know your address yeah, uh, you're not a stalker yeah, yeah yeah you just show up at their house every day yeah well when I first started out I was what they call the swing carrier so it was, I did a, there's five routes in St. Lena you know, how small St. Lena, Lena is. Yeah. And uh, so every day I did a different route, five days a week, one day off, every day I did. So that's how I got to learn everybody's address. Mm, mm. It's not, if, you, if you're if you only on one route, then you pretty much know only those people. So I kind of got to know the whole thing. And yeah, it's still, I still am, am stunned by how much is still in my head. I met a, a lady the other day and I hadn't seen her in, in years and years. And she said, oh yeah, I'm in Calistoga now. I said, well, I remember when you were here, 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 here. And she and she said, oh, man, I forgot about one of those. <laughs> you knew everywhere she moved. <laughs> I knew all the places that she used to live in St. Helena and her dogs and her, you know, the, the husband and the whole thing. But it was just that she, it was, I even remembered one that she forgot. So wow, it's a, it's all in there. If you were not in the profession that you are in, people might think you're a little off. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I wonder what I could do with some of this, <laughs> some of this. Because I do, I do love to learn things and have my head full of knowledge, I'm sure, as you'll find out as we we're keep gonna talking. Get, we're going to get into a lot of it. <laughs> and, and I think the reason you have become iconic, it's not that just because you're a mailman. I mean, every town's got their mail carriers and, you know, people say hi, but you've become this uh, beloved part of St. Helena. I mean, you, you make friends with folks. You're very approachable. You're friendly. You're smile. You make friends with the pets. Absolutely. And do you still do this? Do you still dress up on Halloween and do your route? You would walk through St. Helena in costume delivering. Yeah, yeah. I, I did it more often when I had the Main Street route with the push cart because it was really visible. And it was, it was kind of became a thing and people looked forward to it. And, and I could do the mail easily in costume if I just had the push cart walking down the Main Street. Yeah. But now my route is... I'm in and out of the truck and I'm walking in neighborhoods and stuff. So it has to be a little more utilitarian. So they're not as elaborate as they have been in the past. Like I've dressed up as Ace Fraley from Kiss, (laughs) full on (laughs) platforms, destroyed my, my ankles that day. Wow. All you have to walk? Yeah. Well, it was only just that downtown area. And then I, that's all I did. I've been Cornelius from Planet of the Apes. Mm. I got a great outfit for that. And that kind of knocked my neck out because I'm looking through the max the oh, mask geez. all weird and stuff so I kind of had to tone it down so you know I'll wear a kilt I'll throw <laughs> you know something on something simple something easy my favorite one is I got uh, a UPS shirt 
and a UPS hat oh. and brown dickies, and I just delivered the mail as the UPS man. And just how to, did that go over? Was that oh, was Halloween great. or was that just it was, no, no? It was Halloween. <laughs> it was Halloween. Hey now. <laughs> well, how does the U.S. government feel about you not delivering within uniform? Well, you know, the saline office is is definitely a little bubble. I mean, it's a small town, and as long as it's nothing that's that look, it's too horrific or you know, super. Um, what what's the word I'm looking for? Right. Confrontation. Uh, Controversial, controversial, gory. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's nothing like something like that, they encourage it. The very first year I worked there, and I also used to dress up like Santa Claus for Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember yeah, of that? Course, too? Sure, you drive around. I'd see yeah, you here yeah, yeah. In the the mail truck as and Santa. So, so the new tradition is that I, on Christmas Eve, I dress up Bob Cratchit. That's just the best way to say it. <laughs> because if I say Dick, Dickensian, people right. go, people go what? Yeah. They they call me Ebenezer. They call me you know whatever. Christmas Carol yeah. singing, you know, Christmas Chuck D. Carol. Bah humbug, <laughs> yeah. right? Exactly, exactly. And so that's kind of my new tradition. And luckily, it's it's still cold enough around Christmas Eve, you know, that I can wear wool, a wool cape and a scarf and a top hat, and it works out. Yeah, we don't get a lot of cold days up here. We in don't. Napa Valley. No, that's why this rain is really coming in handy today. It's nice, but it's 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 kind of sweltering heat, though. I mean, it's it's muggy. It's a tropical storm. So, yeah, have another pull off of that. Yeah, you know, I, I, do people still do this? I remember many years ago, just when I wrote more letters, I guess. And we'll when get, I was in we'll college, we're going to get into that. Yeah, we can. <laughs> but in college, I would often write to friends or write home. You know, didn't have internet or anything like that. I would do this, and then I would also get letters that had this on the outside where we would write on the envelope, just, Hi, Gordy. Right, like, right, on the back. Right. Because we knew that letter was going to go through your hands. Right, yeah. Little notes to me. Yeah, and I'll do the opposite, too. If I, uh, on my route, I get a, a missorted piece of mail to me or I pick up a piece of mail that, you know, is going to somebody I know, I'll write, you know, hey, hi, next to it with a little cartoon of me. And yeah, then, sometimes you know. there would be a little reply, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd write, hi, Gordy, and by the time I got to my friend, there yeah. was like a little note also in a little drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fun thing to do. Speaking of your drawings, you are quite an artist as well. I'm artistic. Okay. Do you want, shall a, we talk about that? Yeah, side no, of no, you? that's totally. That's yeah, cool. no, very... totally. I, I just, I just be, I'm a little modest just because I, uh, I don't put myself on a, as high of a platform as other people because that's what artists do. They, they, they never are happy with their work, right? I, I would think not. I, I'm not going to make a comment because I'm doing what I do right now and right. Well, I, the, I enjoy it, but yeah, yeah, I'm never quite satisfied. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if that makes me an artiste or just difficult. Right. Well, I'm getting a lot better. I'm getting more satisfied with the very simple little things like line quality like it just just if i'm drawing uh if I, i'm basically a cartoonist you know with with um comic book aspirations not just like uh newspaper strip cartoons but you know writing stories and and drawing stories which has been your milieu yeah. for many years you've yeah. been a, i know a comic enthusiast collector pop culture vulture. exactly yeah yeah and just like you growing up with comics that that's you know got my imagination going at a really young age. I th I'm fairly sure that's how I learned how to read. With comics? Yeah, I think so. Do you so. remember what you were reading? Well, are you familiar with 1950s EC comics? Oh, man, like Tales from the Crypt? Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Crime, crime, uh, yeah. crime suspense stories, Vault of Horror. Absolutely. All oh, the stuff. I devoured that stuff yeah. at Robert Louis Stevenson Junior High School. Oh, wow. Here in St. Helena. They had compilations, hardbound compilations of those. Can you imagine a school library serious? having these things? Oh, I discovered oh them, and they were God. gross. Yeah, I can no. see why they were controversial. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that that's basically the reason we have the uh, comics code is because of EC Comics. Now, this is what I read. I read my mom's 
original issues of those EC comics from the 50s. Wow. Yeah, so those were the first comics I read were these incredibly gross, gory, you know, hatchets and people getting electrocuted. <laughs> and Horrible. Yeah. But the yeah. stories are really but good. But the stories They're are intriguing great. And, they and the draw art you in. was amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so at a very early age, I discovered this is a pretty cool thing. And then there was a guy down the street who, uh, or a family down the street who's, all the kids went away to college. And so a little empty nesty, but they liked they liked us coming over and visiting friends of the family. And uh, in the garage, the mom, Artie Christensen, she said, well, there's some comic books in the garage. It's like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So I found that box and full of mad magazines. Which which is all from was EC born Comics. from EC Comics yeah, when yeah. those were pretty much yeah, put out of yeah, business. William yeah. Gaines, yep. the publisher, started Mad Magazine. Exactly. And got away with way more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> way more subversive. Way more. Yeah. And uh, in, 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 in between all those was Superman and Thor and Captain America and... And, you know everything. Everything that was just perfect, yeah, just devoured them. Just devoured them. And oh, that's also, good stuff. yeah, yeah. And I was also grew up watching horror movies and watching King Kong and all that stuff. So <laughs> it was just. I can't deny that the earliest memories I have, pretty much have stuck with me all the way, all the way till now. I wouldn't have it any other way. And this is influencing the art that you're doing now. Yeah. Okay. So um, back to that. So a few years back. Uh, I went. I I I, st- I kind of stopped collecting comics in the '90s and sold my collection like some people do, and then I rediscovered in the m- mid to no about 2003 2004 that there was a lot of really cool comics out there, and it wasn't just superhero comics. There was a lot of I, I mean I, I in when I was collecting comics, I read things like Love and Rockets, and I knew about R. Crumb, and I knew about mm. all the, the kind of the outside stuff, not just the superhero stuff. But I realized that there were, it became it was becoming more mainstream that there was any genre of anything that you're into there's a comic book for it and uh, and I found all these artists that weren't these perfect artists mm. and so it kind of went well kind of like punk rock yeah, yeah if you can play sure. the three chords you got a band if you can draw a few people walking you're an artist you know and so I embraced that I wasn't trying to emulate my heroes of art like Arthur Adams or John Byrne or any of those mm-hmm. guys and just said, well, my style is my style. So I just sat down and, and, and was okay with what I, what I was putting out. And so back to the thing about getting a little better with m- my eye is I'll draw a head. I'll draw just like one little hair that's just perfect. And I went, ah, oh, that's great. I am an artist. And then the next day I can't draw anything. Oh, wow. Right? It's, it's fleeting. Yeah. It's a, oh. Shoot. But it's all subject matter. you got to find something that appeals to you. You've got your art. Draw what you know. You've got your music, too. i got my music sometimes. Right now, I don't really have anything. You're not playing? No, because I like to rock. Yeah. There's nobody that wants to rock. What? Nobody wants to rock. Plus, you know, what's the number one thing that keeps you from being in a band, other than not having bandmates? Having... I was going to say having kids around the house, but you're, you're, they're no, out. No, no. Rehearsal space. Rehearsal space. If you don't, I mean, no I know that it's a computer generation now and you can do a lot of earphone rocking and stuff, but if you don't have a place where you can have a drum kit, have amps, have, you know, the, 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 the possibility 
of a band. You got to set the environment. Personally, that's how. I, uh, how but you're Gordy the Mailman. Somebody, <laughs> somebody's going to give up their barn up there for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I, I had two. My first two rehearsal places were free and cool, and uh, so it's it's hard. I can't really say exactly the first one, but I think you know my first rehearsal space. Yeah, we'll do that off mic if not. Only because it's you know government property. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. uh, but I have no clue. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So. I think that if I had a cool place where I could just have instruments, because that's how my first band, Four Eyes, happened, was because I had a drum kit, I had I had everything set up, and then you know you build it, they will come, the whole that whole idea, mm-hmm. and uh, that's how my, I found other bandmates. It says we have a place to play, and that's you know, foot in the door. Recruited my friend Brian, who's never played drums ever. <laughs> Eventually, he became a competent. Drummer, what do you guys? Well, I mean, it sounds like the roots of a punk rock band, but I know you, you like that, but you also like pretty poppy. Like, what yeah, is, yeah. Do you have a track we can listen to? Or? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I brought something, and I'll, I'll, I'll give a little bit of a lead, a lead up to it. Yeah. Because at the time, I was just in my thirties, thirty five. Just figured out how to play guitar and sing at the same time because it's hard. A lot of people can't do it. There's that's why there's a lot of lead guitarists can't sing <laughs> it's just like get or that they guy just to, don't yeah. yeah 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 so we kept it really simple at first and then uh, over years over the cu- years that we were playing and gigging around we just started writing songs and writing from you know from what my own experience was so they're not always radio friendly but it, will this track be or do i have to beware no don't be beware i think i think the first word is naked but i think that's as ah. that's as hard as it gets uh-oh yeah <laughs> I mean, look at Lauren right now. He's up for it. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a pretty rocking tune. What's the name of it? It's called Can't Stay Here. Naked before me She stands in 
Adams, our guest on vocals and guitar with his band Four Eyes on the news and talk of Napa Valley 1440 KVON. And we'll be back with more of this special Judd's Napa Valley show from the Wiki Wiki Grog Shop right after these messages. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa, and streaming live in the majestic beaches of Honolulu at KVON.com, back to Judd's Napa Valley Show from the Wiki Wiki Grog Shop. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of finkel fun. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa and streaming live in the majestic beaches of Honolulu at KVON.com, back to Judd's Napa Valley Show from the Wiki Wiki Grog Shop. Thank you, Lauren Mole. It is a stormy day here at the Wiki Wiki Grog Shop. Yeah, it's getting there, man. You hear that? The rain is still beating down the thunder. I just heard a little thunder rumble through here. Yeah, you know, Judd, I think the people back at the KVON Weather Center were right after all. Yeah, well, they know what they're doing over there. Right before the break, we heard a track from our guest, Gordy Adams. Uh, Gordy the Mailman to many Up Valley residents. The name of the band was Four Eyes. I, I, should I go by conjecture how you got that name? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking well, at you, you are wearing glasses. I'm wearing glasses. Uh, uh, three, uh, three out of the four guys in the band wore glasses. And so um, how many eyes? There's four guys. So that right there, that's eight eyes, nine, 10, 11, 12. That's 14. Six eyes. out of eight. That's a six eight ratio, I think. Yeah. So. I'm way overthinking it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I threw you for a loop. I'm sorry. No, basically, you know, when you come up with a, a name, you're you're trying to pull back from something from your past or something that you think is cool and everything. And at the time, you know, some of the songs are a little, I'm not saying they're angsty, but they're not always super positive. But there was, you know, it's where I was at. And so uh, the worst name I ever got called. I mean, like the I had the this greatest childhood. Everything was great. Never got in a fight. Got along with everybody. Everything was great. 
you know, no no problems, no car crashes. So being called Four Eyes was probably as angsty as I was going to get. So. so you took it. We took it, yeah. yeah. I think Beer Truck was the first one, but then it didn't. Well, that Someone called you Beer Truck? Or that no, no, we thought, your... we thought Beer Truck might be a good name. <laughs> okay. You know, because you, you, throw, you throw names in a hat. <laughs> right, right. My, my right, mom right. used to always say, you, you know, better than getting hit by a beer truck. Or that's how she <laughs> is going to die. No, she's going to die by getting hit by a beer truck, something like that. I can't remember. She had a good so, childhood. And you grew up here in Napa, correct? I did, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. People say, did you grow up around here? Or did you grow up, when I'm in St. Lena, did you grow up in St. Lena? And I kind of did, because... I left Napa at 22, mm-hmm. and I've so I've been in St. Lena for 28 years. So I grew up in Napa, but I've also grown up in St. Lena. So I I feel like I also oh, grew up in sure. St. Lena, right? I mean, I think that's you're always growing up. Totally fair. Your father also. My dad was, was a mailman. mailman. Yeah, I remember it's a family business. Yeah, my sister works with me. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think uh, I, my cousin Eddie in Pittsburgh, he was a clerk, and yeah, it's you know it's it's a cool job to have because if you do it if you do it right they leave you alone you don't have a boss telling you what to do it's just like right. get on the street deliver the mail and just go co- co-mingle with dogs and get back and go home seems to suit you now you mentioned pittsburgh which just triggered something yeah i've, I've known that you're a big sports fan yeah but <laughs> no, and i'm guessing here's the connection i was going to ask you what's the connection with pittsburgh i know that you Dig sports, hockey. I mean, you're named after Gordy Howe. I, I named believe, after right? Gordy Howe, not from ah, Pittsburgh, Detroit Red Wings. That's right, legend. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But you've got a thing for the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Are you a Steelers? I'm fan a Steelers too? fan. I'm I'm not as much of a football fan as I used to be, just because that's just not doesn't work for me the way it used to. What's the connection? Well, my parents grew up in Pittsburgh. There you go. My all the families from Pittsburgh, and they left. They filled a car in 1963 and headed. Headed out west to get away from, uh, you know, as you do. You get married and you kind of get away from some of the things that you grew up with mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, rival rival factions of I, th- uh, theologies in the families. Oh. You know, you know how that goes sometimes. Oh, should we get into this? Oh, we, no. We well, have, well we, just Catholic we, Presbyterian. It's not a, that big of a deal. Wait a minute. We could, we, <laughs> we could have a little depth on Judd's Napa Valley show. This could be uh, nice. No, I think that's a, I think that's a, that's a common thing that, you know, you fall in love with somebody from a, a, a different tribe, and not everybody likes it. So, but a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. That's right. Yeah. So, um, okay. Sweetest, <laughs> sweetest so cherries. Anyway, Gordy says. <laughs> yeah. What's, What's that? Sweetest cherries. Sweetest cherries. So my my grandfather worked for the Penguins. He was the equipment manager for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh wow! And he also worked at Three River Stadium baseball. Mm-hmm. So every time he visited or would send packages, it was just chock full of cool t-shirts and giveaways oh, yeah. and hockey pucks and you were imprinted as yeah I'd, I'd get a i'd get a box full of hockey sticks that were like <laughs> that were like game used game used in the game but then just sent them to us so we could play street hockey in napa on the street with roller skates and stuff wow. like that and they were just you know the, the penguins were terrible so it didn't matter but uh yeah so that's the, that's the pittsburgh connection so in my in my blood it's pittsburgh mm. but i was born in san francisco so Sometimes I get a little, I get a little pull in a couple different directions. Do you feel the Giants? You know, it's like when the Giants were playing the Pirates. Yeah, like, how do you go? Who do I root? It's always it's always Pittsburgh it's first. Be. Pittsburgh's it's first. The the Stanley Cup this year was tough because I'm a big Sharks fan. Yeah. But and I wanted the Sharks to go to the Stanley Cup, mm-hmm. but they had to play the Penguins. Yes. Oh, and I and the Penguins had to win. Yeah, that was a pretty good day. So it must have been okay. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, it was, it's in it your was, blood. Yeah, win-win. Yeah, so sports, it's like, like 
you can't see well you can see and you can see but take by a the look. way audience he's pointing to me and then Warren <laughs> yeah in the right order uh, looking at me you might not think I'm into sports but I got that I got that brain I got that collector brain where I was collect you collected baseball cards probably right yeah sure yeah and then on the back because that's all we had we didn't have the internet we we didn't have a million channels to get everything. So you just studied the back of those stats That's how you cards. found out what the players did and who they are and yeah. how they perform. Where they, they were born, the their height, their, their favorite food, or, right. you know, and their stats too. You know, mm-hmm. just, you know, RBIs and all that sort of stuff. I think that's part of it. I think there's a, a greater correlation between sports nerds and comic book nerds or anything like that. I think right. it's pretty clean. I want to get back to because I'm always fascinated okay. by perception okay. and prejudice ah. and appearance. You said, I don't look like, speaking about yourself, right. I don't look like a sports fan. Right. Well, I know. Well, I guess maybe but like uh, my good friend Nathan. You, you know Nathan. Everybody. I do know Nathan. He's like, he's almost, he's like right behind fella. me. It's like, if you know Gordy, you probably know Nathan. And mm-hmm. his dad, his, his, his stepfather, his original stepfather, Dennis, when thunder's he, getting close, by I know, the way. I know. Let me know well, if it starts dripping from the thatch yeah. roof here. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's the San Francisco gods getting mad because we're so close and I'm talking so much Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. But he, Dennis was completely blown away that I was that I knew players' names, that I've been paying attention to sports since I was little, and that I even participated in sports because I am a comic book nerd, skateboarder, musician. You know, I don't... You know, and so I guess you don't fit that stereotype, right? But we've got to, we've got to smash those things. Oh yeah, and it's getting better. It's getting better. There's you can be a multitude of things in 2016, which is great. I mean, just look how many there's superhero movies every three months now. <laughs> That's all out. there is. Yeah, so so nerds are nerds are winning b- above the jocks for sure. Okay, maybe yeah. not with money. You know, football will still always make more money than the Avengers, but. Anyway. Oh, in that sense, I'm saying there's a lot of nerds making money these days. Oh, yeah, oh, that yeah, too. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The reason we're doing this is because nerds invented the internet and invented computers and, yeah, and got all this stuff, all this technology down. And allow us to record. Exactly. Have a, your own radio show. A radio show. show in a tiki bar. Yeah. Now, in you, Napa. did you have a radio show when you were young? I did. The, my first on air experience, let's see, this would have been. In high school, so was it my junior year or my senior? I think my senior year, or was it junior and senior? Anyway, it was in the late '80s. Yeah, and I I was in a telecom class at St. Helena High School. It taught us video <laughs> editing. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> no, I know. I just love that term, telecom. Telecommunications. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The morning guy from KVYN came and talked to us. Don DeFisi. Don DeFisi. I remember, remember that him? name. Yeah, I remember that he name. He was great, man. He had such a good personality and he did characters. He's just like Mr. Radio. So he came and I was impressed that he came and spoke to us and said, if anybody wants to come down and just check it out anytime. So the next week, you know, I went down one morning, got, got permission from the telecom teacher to not necessarily skip class, but <clears throat> excuse me, you know. Field trip. Field trip. Yeah. You know, on Solo my field trip. Solo field trip. <laughs> And I just watched him. I just sat there in the studio and watched him bring these characters to life and introduce songs and do the weather. I just thought it was so cool. And apparently there was a job opening at the station while I was there to empty the trash. So I, uh, I applied for it and I got it, but I never got to do it. Before I even showed up for that first shift, I got a call saying, um, 
can you come in on Sunday morning at, it was crazy, like six in the morning, and play Casey Kasem's top, was it top 40, top 20, whatever? Probably top <laughs> 10. Top, probably. T- top 40. Top 40. It, I think it was top 40 because it was a couple hours. Oh, worth. it was that long? Okay. Yeah, and it came on vinyl records. Oh, what? That I had to play. Yes. It got, they got shipped every week new vinyl records that had the show on it. Oh. And I did that my first week. I didn't say anything. I just made sure the records played through, then flipped to the other side. Correctly. Right. You were just filing, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then after that shift, I got a phone call saying, our Sunday night slot just opened up for a live DJ. And uh, do you want that? <laughs> I mean, I've never been on a microphone in my life. Right. And I took it. It was from six to nine. Every Sunday night, I was terrified. I think the first couple of shows, I barely spoke. You know, I just thought, which songs do I have to play? At, on the hour, I'd say, this is KVYN, 99.3 FM, and then boom, off. And, and how old were you at the time? Like 17. 17, okay. Like yeah. But it was fun. I finally got into the rhythm of it. But yeah, I was 17. It was a great way to not only learn about broadcasting, but I could get my homework done. Right. Most of the time, you're just <laughs> right. playing music. Right. And people would come in. Usually, I had the station to myself. I could have gotten into a lot of trouble. Uh, I'm sure if I was a naughty teenager, but I was very good by the book kind of kid. That's a good um, way to go. But sometimes people would come in and they'd see me sitting there and look, they'd look and say, well, you're Judd? Uh. You know, and there's a 17-year-old kid with braces doing his homework. Like, wow, man, I thought you were like 40-something. I, I had this deep voice. <laughs> right, right. Even as a teenager. Right. And I did that for, I think, more than a year. And that's that's what yeah. got me going. I, I love it. I love the idea. It's in your bones. Well, I think it is. It's also like it's the performer in you because there's a, there's definitely a, even though that people can't always see you, you are, you you, you have your audience is wrapped. They're 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 listening to you. And, I mean, no, they are. They I mean that people tune in. I mean, it's the same reason why people listen to podcasts is that because they like to listen to. They just you know it's some sort of a show. I mean, it and it transferred over when you you worked at Disneyland and you know got your bands and you were a magician. I mean, you've got that you've you've got that well DNA. Well, thanks. I, I do appreciate <laughs> it. And and radio particularly interests me. We've had a you know web series at the winery. Right. Yeah. I always feel very uncomfortable on camera, but there's something about radio or these days also podcasting where you can create this theater of the mind. Yeah. And radio has always been that way since. The earliest days, they create right. whole scenes that you just have to imagine, you know, and they can be very vivid, but you've never actually seen anything. And I like that. I yeah. like creating an appearance. I said I'm very fascinated by by appearances. Yeah. And especially when there isn't literally an appearance, when you have to make it up in your own mind. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why radio appeals to me. Yeah. Now you've got your own podcast, so let's talk more about you. I do. I do. And it's, and it's yeah, I, I the day I discovered a podcast was like, I mean, not just thinking that one day I would do one, but I just, I have a lot of time on my hand, a lot of time in my head on my route and everything. And so I, I used to listen to music, but now, as I said before, I like to fill my head with stuff, knowledge and, you know, learning and, and it's, it's, it's great to know things and podcasts are great for, I think more, more than likely one of my first, uh, you know, doors in was, um, it's American Life or oh, this, this American, American Life. Life. Sure, that was like I think it's a for everybody. That's like the oh the podcast, and then you go to the iTunes store and just like look at all Quit the knocking and, tiki's over. I know you? I'm getting I'm getting when I get hey when You're it comes to podcasts, podcasts I get excited. I uh, found a couple comic book podcasts and I found around comics and it was just like Poof, because they were and that's what got me back into comics to mm. to circle back from that part and the community is so 
strong online that you just become part of a forum and mm-hmm. these guys become your brothers because you don't maybe you don't have some guy who lives down the street who's into comics and you, you know you got to kind of find them out and you got to out yourself as a comic book nerd <laughs> so there's these guys that have been my friends for 10 years i've met i've met them at conventions mm-hmm. and you know i have i text message them when things come into you know we, we draw for each other you know it's, it's, it's this really cool community and it's all due to podcasts and then as you do just like you start a band because you think oh i can do that because if they can do it i can do it sure and so i just started recording at my friend paul bertolino who i grew up with in napa in the 90s another big music head just his head is full of stuff i mean it's unbelievable the stuff he pulls out of knowing producers and writers and studio musicians you and know, things like I'm that gonna just interject really sure, quick because sure. you I don't know him as well, but I have met him, and I know he's kind of on the same wavelength with music, and yeah. you know your music and your movies and your pop culture, and and I mean this in the kindest way I can possibly <laughs> say, but I'm, I'm going to say it, so I hope you take it the right way, but you guys, and I have listened to your podcast, mm, I mean, and it comes cool. through. Yeah, thanks. Oh, geez, that thunder. The lights might go out at any moment. Yeah. If the lightning, if we get a direct strike, just be careful. The power might go out. We can re-record this later. Okay. Yeah, I think we might have an emergency kit available. Oh uh, yeah. I see a fire extinguisher, and there's plenty of rum. Well, it is a, me, it is a bar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember. Well, remember the most important rule: always be prepared. Here I am, and here's a little Appleton special Jamaican rum. I'm prepared. Oh, there Wait. we go. There you go. All right. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. And this was a short-lived show, but I really admired the guys who were on it because, man. They took their niche so seriously. And I, there's something I like about it. When you've got a passion for something, you embrace it. But it was on Comedy Central, that game show, Beat the Geeks. Oh, never heard Did of it. You, no? No, it sounds great, though. It didn't last very long. And it was a, a trivia show where the contestants would go up against, they were like berobed. I don't know if that's <laughs> a word. but Yeah, it is now. Very, very you know, official studious people there was like it was kind of like iron chef where there was the one who specialized in japanese cuisine and oh, okay I these see. geeks there was like the movie geek right the music geek, right, right the tv geek and you would test your knowledge against the geeks yeah you never saw that no but youtube exists exactly so Anyhow, i'm gonna go check that out so i made that connection but in the in the kindest way i could possibly make that connection. well honestly i admire it on my way here i was a little worried that you were gonna like Sp- oh, the sp- flicker. Did you see that? The lights just flickered a little. Whoa. Okay. I'm on my way here. I, I was sh- sure that you were going to start a new subject, a, a new part of your show where you tried to stump me and come up with some great. I thought you were going to try to, you know, with well, something, but well, it's just, I, I was just like, okay, I got to get my brain set. Because not for your first time. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe we should make that a segment. Hey, that'd be fun. Like write in, sh- like call, have callers or write in. Yeah. Or, yeah. Stump. Stump Gordy the mailman. Yeah, on, on, on anything. Okay, so you and Paul. Yes, so Paul Paul and I, what we do is initially we said, let's just chat. Let's just have a you know a list of bullet points and talk about whatever's on our mind, music mostly. But we kind of wanted to, we, we find ourselves reminiscing, not wistfully, but awesome. You know, it's just like we had some great memories of growing up in Napa because we remember things like, you know, trade fair and the the, the clock tower downtown oh, yeah, and, you yeah. know, all sorts of Napa things. So we thought let's, you know, anybody can do a music podcast. Let's do like music. Uh, my early tagline was music, music, monsters and memories because I wanted to have a rotating thing. It's like Paul, Paul and I, I knew he was game, but I might have other guests or, or special guests and interview people who worked in the field or whatever, because that's, you know, all you got to do is make a phone call just like, uh, 
<laughs> that's like you told me uh you got a phone call <laughs> before we recorded about you know somebody talking to somebody who was kind of famous it's just like you know that was kind of my aspiration is that i'll talk to anybody about anything yeah, yeah. if the subject matter uh is interesting and so we just started talking about music and then we started let's have a who episode where all we do is talk about the who mm. and then a kiss episode we talk about kiss a lot <laughs> unfortunately it's it you know we grew up with it so can't can't get it off i'm not gonna say kiss is my favorite band but i i know a lot about them they're but they're 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 fun I yeah mean, why wouldn't you fun. want to talk about because well, they turned into to, to big jerks that's why but because when you're a kid and the whole when it was when it was fun and it was you know when they were wearing makeup it was a great ride it was like an amusement park yeah so so folks can listen to your podcast the podcast is called Gordcast. very on the nose and like i said we first started out talking about convert we, we would just have a conversation we'd have subjects and then in the in the 70s the episode numbers in the 70s i hit upon the idea that that's when i started remembering collecting records so we mm. took a year like 1978 the albums that came out in 78 and what we remember 79 oh. and so 78 through 93 are all about the year the year in music of that time and then i had another reinvention where what we do is we listen to our entire iTunes library, <laughs> 20,000 songs, something like that. What? You listen to it on shuffle. Oh, oh, you're not like, the, it's not a podcast of you listening to 20,000 songs. No, 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 no. We don't okay. sit and, you know, hey, listen to this whole song with me. No, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, so a song comes up kind of like a, like, a, like a radio station where you don't know the next song. Mm-hmm. So the song comes on. Like say you're on, your, you're, you're on a road trip with a buddy and the radio comes on and, and uh, the Thin Lizzy song comes on. You're, you're just like, oh man. You start talking about Thin yeah. Lizzy and, and, then, you know, and then the next song comes on and you know, on and on. And we, we have a very eclectic taste. They're all over the place. So yeah. you never know what's going to come up next. We just, yeah, it just becomes spontaneous conversation. And I dig that. I dig about that because life is spontaneous. I do like a well-produced show where there's where things are you know in some sort of order, but I love the organic idea of a conversation where you find out a little bit about the person by their connection to a song or what it reminds them of of it growing up in Napa and you know at a pool party at your grandma's and and you know it's friends. It's very entertaining. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. guys know how to talk to each other too. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah, certainly yeah. recommend. And folks can listen to it where. What's the well? It's on. Uh, it's on iTunes. iTunes. Gordcast. iTunes. Put like us, yeah, exactly. Like us, we're brothers. All right, we're all we're all, we're all in the same family. Brothers from another mother. <laughs> exactly. So folks can go on iTunes, look for the Gord Cast for Gordy Adams here. Yeah, and there's and a there's a Libsyn website called Gord Cast where there's a little picture of us, oh, okay. and, you know, and things like that. Right on. And you can you can there's a there's a Facebook page of Gord Cast, and you can just friend me on Facebook too, and that's where that's where we talk a lot about that stuff. So oh, okay, that's yeah, very good. This has been fun. It's oh, not over, it, though. It's, no, it's not oh, over. Whew. But Man. it is time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Mad Libs. All right, Gordy. I have a feeling you know your ins and outs around the game of Mad Libs. So. I played it when I was young, yeah. I All right, so you know what to do. do that. Yeah, totally know what to do. You up for a game? Sure. All right, let's play. I need a plural noun. A plural noun. Wombats. <laughs> Wombats. Okay. How about a number? Any number. Any number? Yeah. Uh, four, four thousand seven hundred and eighty-two. Four thousand seven hundred and eighty-two. A very significant number in your life, I know. We'll get into that next time you're here. Mm. A noun. Hey, let's take it back to hockey. How about Zamboni? <laughs> I love that. It's a great word. And a great <laughs> piece of machinery. How about an adjective? 
Well, we've been in here for a while, so how about pungent? <laughs> Sweltering tropical storm. Yeah, the storm is getting to me. Okay. Um, a verb past tense. Verb past tense. Yeah. I think I, I don't even know what that is really, but... Uh, uh, Waylaid is that a waylaid? Waylaid, sure. Okay, that's past because you were yeah you were waylaid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a plural noun. Plural noun again. That's the second yeah. one. Prison cells. It's also <laughs> kind of like what is this like today? Oh come on! This is a nice spot. The wiki. <laughs> this is a great class. Hey, yeah. An adjective, sir. Adjective. Okay, let's take it back to EC Comics and say creepy. Creepy. Thanks for reminding me about this. I need to go look up not only some old EC comics, but my mad magazines. Yeah. A plural noun. Plural noun. Mm-hmm. Popcorn machines. Popcorn machines. All right, Gordy. What I did earlier today is I went on that old internet and I found an article written about you in the St. Helena Star from several years ago. And uh, oh, no. what you have now done is rewritten... <laughs> A segment oh, of that right, article right, right, via right, right, right. this Mad Libs game. Are you ready? I am always. Do you think you can handle I'm this? I'm almost always ready. You, you, you do realize that this is going out on the airwaves. Right. Everybody listening will now have this impression of you. Oh, okay. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Meet Gordy Adams, St. Helena's ubiquitous, there it was. There it is. Pedestrian postman who helps keep Main Street store owners in touch with their clients and their creditors. Okay. A postman who loves wombats, (laughs) and they love him. (laughs) Hey, now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Now, here is a quote from you, Gordy. Mm. In my (laughs) 4,782 years of delivering mail here, I've never had to bite a Zamboni. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to hear that. Uh, He said with his classic pungent smile. (laughs) I was never bitten, but I did get waylaid once by an old German shepherd. (laughs) Oh, this is really working out. This is really working out. When asked how he has planned his future, he shrugs. I did a lot of prison cells when I was younger. <laughs> oh, I was worried that that's we the didn't way get into that, be. but here it comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just a pretty creepy guy now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, this is working out. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose I might travel, but I can be happy just doing popcorn machines. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Gordy Adams, oh. it's been a pleasure having oh, you. Yeah, in. no, it's if awesome. Anybody would like. Uh, more Gordy, you can go <laughs> listen to the Gordcast, or if you live in St. Helena, write yourself a letter and he'll come to your house yeah. and deliver it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Gordy, thanks. Hey, no problem. Anytime. Do you do you take a uh, second guests? We'll talk. Oh, no, okay. absolutely. We're gonna make a bit. I think right. we got a bit in the in the works here All with right. the stump Gordy. All right. Thanks, ma'am. From the Wiki Wiki Grog Shop in the beautiful Napa Valley. This is Jet Pilot Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gil Lamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.